0: praise the lord happy new year Year. thank you reverend uh, jeffel for this very powerful session um when he was leading i was saying okay now business is done what more Our God is more than able, and our God is here. And this afternoon, we are discussing, we are talking about breaking satanic delays. They are delays in life, and today we have no sympathy for them, but to break them, to deal with them, so that we are able to get a breakthrough that the Lord, our God, has planned for us. Lord, our Heavenly Father, it is all about you. Holy Spirit of God, come and take over. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. I wanted to start by just showing you the signs of revival. And the simple sign of revival is by me asking men who are present here, including Reverend Jeffu, to stand up. Men and boys. Okay. Now, ladies, you know that in the things of God, the women are the majority, not so. When you begin to see all these men come here to pray... it shows that there is something that is cooking. There is a revival that is taking place. Please sit down. That is a sign of revival. I was seeing only men here, and then the ladies were at the other side, and they were singing, you go anywhere, you'll find that, the ladies, the women are the majority in the singing. Not so, as if bass cannot be a voice in the singing. Let us give God a handcraft of praise. Now, let me give the word before I get into the sermon that the Lord gave me. He said. When people know they are God, when people know they are God, great things happen. When people know they are God, not know about God, but know they are God, the Bible tells us that we shall do mighty exploits. Mighty exploits. So one of the scriptures that I want to read with us maybe they can project it using NIV Ezekiel chapter 13 chapter 12 verse 21 and this word is for somebody who has been promised Who has been given a word and time has passed and you are wondering whether God spoke or not? Ezekiel chapter 12 from verse 21. Do we have it? Is it there already? Can we read it together? Okay, one, two, three, we go. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, what is this proverb you have in, do you, are you using NIV? Please, uh uh-huh. okay, let's go. Verse 22. Now, this choir is very, very difficult to conduct as a choir leader. Now, can we start once again, verse 21. One, two, three, we go. 22. The days go by, and every vision comes to nothing. Verse 23. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am going to put an end to this proverb, and they will no longer quote it in Israel. Say to them, The days are near when every vision will be fulfilled. Okay? Verse 24. For there will be no more, verse 24, for there will be no more false visions or flattering divinations. Among the people of Israel. Verse 25. But the Lord will speak what I will. And it shall be fulfilled without delay. Give God a hand clap. The Lord will speak what he will do. And that which he has spoken will not in any way delay. It will not delay. Hallelujah. So today we are talking about breaking the satanic delays. Once a woman gets married, one of the obvious expected outcome is to be pregnant and give birth to a baby. Isn't it? When the mother, when the months pass by and there is no sign of the morning fever, pressure begins to mount. That is the truth. Some of that pressure is from within her, from her husband, from her mother-in-law, who says, I am getting old. I want to see my grandchildren. And the sisters-in-law begin to wonder whether their brother married a man, isn't it? And they become a penina in her life. And they hate That woman hates their vests every time they come home. Because she sees them as tormentors who have come to torment her. Because every word that comes out of their mouth is so painful. Like Hannah, you are are intentionally provoked into irritation. They keep on provoking you so that you get angry and you go away. And their brother marries another one. First Samuel, chapter 1, verse 2, we read that there is this man called Elkanah, who had two wives. One was called Hannah and the other was Peninnah. Peninnah had children, but Hannah had none. Verse 3, year after year, this man went up from his town to worship and sacrifice to the Lord Almighty at Shiloh. Year after year. Verse 6. Because the Lord had closed Hannah's womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. Year after year. Being provoked. The Bible says year after year, Elkanah went to worship the Lord. Year after year, Penina provoked Hannah. Remember, in each year, there are 12 months. And every month, the woman that is not pregnant goes into her periods. So, year after year, 12 months in each year, Hannah was married. Penina mocked her whenever she went into her periods as she kept on exclaiming oh God, I saw that this month worked. Isn't it? Because every single time the woman keeps on expecting. 12 months, go. 12 months, go. And we have a tormentor in the same compound. A time came when Hannah said The double portion that my husband gives me is no longer enough. I can't take it anymore. This is too much. I can't take it anymore. I am fed up. Enough is enough. Enough is what? Enough. Enough is enough. Let me ask you, my dear brothers and sisters, there are situations in life when we have to say enough is enough. I can't take it anymore. When people say, stand up and thank God because he has given you life. Yes, he has given me life. That is true. The people who are having jobs are also alive. They are not dead. The people who are married, are they dead? No, they are alive. Enough is what? Enough. Like Daniel, Hannah engaged a new gear that moved the heavens. In Daniel chapter 9, verse 2, part B, we read, that I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures, according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah, the prophet, that this destruction of Jerusalem would last 70 years. It is time for us, ladies who are here to say, I have understood from the scriptures that there is no barrenness, there is no miscarriage in the children of Israel. Because I have found, it is true. I have stood I have understood from scriptures that the blessings of Abraham poverty is not part of it. I have understood from scriptures. Daniel read from the scriptures and he found 70 years of desolation was enough. Verse 3. So, I turned to the Lord. What did he do after understanding? I turned to the Lord. I pleaded with him in prayer. I pleaded with him in petition. I pleaded with him in fasting. I pleaded with him in sacros. I pleaded with him in ashes. That's what the scripture tells us. That so I turned to the Lord and pleaded with him in prayer, in petition, in fasting, and sacros and ashes. After understanding your destiny, after understanding what the Lord has destined for you, the Bible says your sons will marry, your daughters will get married. What are you doing in your father's compound? Today we are saying, after understanding what the scripture says, I pleaded with God. I turned to him in prayer. I turned to him in fasting, in sacros and ashes. And that's what has brought us here. If you haven't come to pray, then you must be lost. Verse 17. Now, our God, hear the prayers and the petitions of your servant. That's what he says. Now, God, hear the prayers and the petitions of your servant. For your sake, Lord, look with favor on your desolate sanctuary. You are the temple of the Most High God. May God look with favor upon you. Verse 18, give ear, our God. Hear, open your eyes and see the desolation of the city that bears your name. You are a child of God. We do not make requests of you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy. Verse 19, Lord, listen. Lord, forgive Lord, hear and act for your sake, my God. Do not delay because your city and your people bear your name. Today, we are saying, God, don't delay. God, act. We are breaking that spirit of delay. God, don't delay. You're above 18. God, don't delay. You finished your studies. God, don't delay. God, don't delay. Act and act and act. When the storm was heavy and the boat was almost capsizing, did Jesus delay? No. When they got him out of sleep, he said, "Come down. He didn't say, come down in the next one week. He said, come down. Daniel's prayer was not an ordinary and traditional prayer. So was Hannah's prayer that left the traditionists like Eli confused and wonder whether the woman was drunk or not. Today, let the cathedral elders and the bishops shake their heads and ask, What is going on in this cathedral? Because today you must make a prayer which is not ordinary. We are saying, God, don't delay. Let me ask you a few days ago, we lost one of our friends. At St. Francis Chapel in a car accident. At that time when you're on this border, border, and it is coming to pass in front of a traitor. Do you say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name? What do you say? Jesus! Isn't it? And the Bible says Jesus is as close as the mention of his name. At that time, you don't want Jesus to delay because one second counts. One second counts. Today, that is the prayer we are making. If you are are 14 and you are asking God to give you marriage, that's okay. You can take your time and you say, I want a tall, handsome man, smart, with uh, this shoe. But if you are 45... You say, God, don't delay. Don't delay. Let the bishop begin to wonder what is going on in the cathedral? Let them discover that someone has decided to say, I refuse to be comforted by the meat. I refuse to be comforted by the romantic words of my husband that he is more than ten sons. No, not anymore. Lord, I need a son of my own. That is the prayer that Hannah made. However romantic his her, her husband was, she said, I can't take it anymore. For how long will I be mocked that I have no children? For how long will I be mocked that I am a beggar of transport to come to church to pray because you don't have 1,000 shillings in your pocket? For how long am I going to be mocked to be counted poor by the people who are poor? You know, for how long am I going to be sick when I am in the body and this body is the temple of Jesus Christ? For how long am I under the curse when the Lord has broken the curse that has been on my shoulders to give me a blessing? Because the Bible says that the blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they are our inheritance. No, Lord... Like Hannah, I can't take it anymore. Enough is enough of dissolution. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 7 says, This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Her husband Ericana would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you so disheartened? Don't I mean more than ten sons? It is enough to say enough of that. If you have been provoked enough, if the situation has irritated you enough, shake off the traditions this afternoon. Shake them off. Ignore who is around you. Like how Hannah ignored Eli, who was seated at the entrance of the temple. And she went in. And power out your grief to the Lord. This afternoon, you are to power out your grief to the Lord. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 9. That once when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiro, Hannah stood up. Verse 10. In her deep anguish, Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly. And she made a vow, saying, Lord Almighty, if you will only rook on your servant's misery and remember me, and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no rather will ever be used on his head. As she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Let me tell you, there are people here to observe. There are people here to do what? But she kept on praying, powering out her grief. Hannah's prayer was out of ordinary and tradition. That is why Eli observed and was confused. People have been here for years in this cathedral. When they come now, they get confused. They wonder whether this is still the cathedral or not. Power out your grief this afternoon. Let them be confused. You are powering out your grief. She kept on praying. Meaning traditionally one would come and pray for a moment and go away but Hannah stayed. Let people ask, what did you do? What did you pray about all this long? This day I'm going for prayer. The other day, then they start threatening you at the press. Let me tell you, there's a time when no one understands you. There's a time when when, when Eli did not understand Hannah. There's a time when Erkanah did not understand his wife. She had a burden, which she alone understood. You have your own burden which you and you alone can understand. The posture that Hannah gave was out of the ordinary. She was standing. The Bible says she stood and went into the temple. Some of us are Anglicans and our ordinary training is, oh God, you know, oh God, how will oh God chase away demons? But most importantly, she never prayed for Eli to hear her. She powered her anguish to the Lord. First Samuel chapter one, verse 13. Hannah was praying in her heart, and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Out of ordinary. Out of ordinary. Today the Lord is to hear your prayers. Because your attention is not to man but to God. Your attention is not man to God but to God. When Eli confronted her with the accusation of being drunk, she said in verse 15, Not so, my Lord, Hannah replied, I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer, I was powering out my soul to the Lord. I was powering out my soul to the Lord, verse 16. Do not take your servant for wicked woman. I have been praying here out of my great anguish and grief. Today, the Lord wants to answer the prayer that comes from your heart. And he will. Today, the Lord is hearing your cry. And is coming to rescue you from the penitent environment. That same will will be lifted away from you, and your sorrow today will be turned into joy. Because when Eli said, May the Lord answer you, the Bible says she went back and ate. The year after year of crying and the ridicule, the Lord will give. Hannah's, a prayer. And that prayer, he's giving it to you. In chapter 2, verse 2. That there is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Verse 5. Those who were full, uh, those who were fool, hire themselves out for food. But those who were hungry are hungry no more. She Who was barren has borne seven children, but she who has had many sons pines away. Hallelujah. So today, the Lord is answering us. Let me give you this, and then we shall get into action. Daniel chapter 10. Verse 12, he says, then, he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were hard. And I have come in response to them. Verse 13, but the prince of Pasha's kingdom Resisted me twenty-one days. Then Michael, one of the chief priestesses, came to help me because I was held, uh, I was, because I was detained there with the king of Persia. I want to tell you this: where your prayers have been held by the principalities. Michael is coming to fight for you. To fight for you. And the Lord gives me a word that one of us, you received a clear prophetic message at the beginning of 2020, 2023. And the year ended. And at the first of 2024, God reminded you of the prophecy he gave you. And in your heart you said, I don't believe it will be fulfilled. And you are here. Because you had written it. Let me tell you, the Prince of Pasha that was holding back your response, the Lord is dealing with him now. I want to jump to verse 20. So he said, do you know why I have come to you? Soon I will return to fight against the Prince of Pasha. And when I go, the prince of Greece will come. But first I will tell you what is written in the book of truth. No one supports me against them except Michael. You must be wondering why I have given you that. The Bible says that when you send out a demon, it goes and comes back. When it finds the house is clean, shaped, but empty, it goes and brings seven others. And the situation becomes what? Worse. Also when Jesus was tempted, three times, the Bible says that the devil left him for another opportune moment. In other words, the devil does not give up. When the Prince of Persia Was holding the answers, the angel came and fought Michael. And Gabriel delivered the answer. But he says, I am coming back. Michael, I'm coming back to fight that principality, the prince of Persia. But he also says that there are others which will come to fight. But the Lord will have spoken to you the truth. And he says, there is one who supports him. That is Michael, the great archangel that is in charge of war, that is in charge of defense, that deploys the angels to protect you. He's the one that supports Gabriel, that brings answers to every prayer that you make. So today, we are calling heavens. This spirit of delay is ending. And it must end today. Because whatever is holding back, Angel Michael is coming to release Gabriel to bring you the answers. To bring you the answers. Is there a man here who has been told that you need to be operated on? The word crossed my mind there man that has been told that you need to be operated on and is seated here I don't know if it is here or online okay but the Lord is sending his angels they are going to operate you from wherever you are and you will be well so Why don't you come and you lead us through the prayer now? And we move. I have finished speaking. Now it is time to pray.